MUS 143 is a podcast dedicated to music lovers where we're going to review albums we believe are great and hopefully you'll think they're great as well. We created this podcast to be able to express our love for the music, the artists, and the producers who put their heart and soul into making these great recordings. We're going to talk about production, lyrics, and other fun facts related to the albums. We want to build a community of people like us who truly love and appreciate music where we can bond and have dialogue about the greatest songs ever made. And together, we can all make time for our love of music. Action! All right, welcome back to MUS 143. My name is Mr. Pone. And it's JG. What's up? Oh, man, how you feeling, bro? Chilling, man. Chilling. All right, glad, so to be, glad to be going over this, uh, this Nas joint. Absolutely. We got a we got a classic we going through today. Uh we're gonna talk about Nas I Am album. And mm. uh this was his third this was his third joint. You know, the first joint was Illmatic. The second one was it was written. Both of them was classics. Classic. Um this one came out in ninety nine and I remember at that time the album was so highly anticipated because the first two, everybody knew they were certified classic and everybody was waiting for Nas to come back with that next solo record because in between all of this, he had the Firm album and all of that. So um, I remember like when Nas's Light came out, that single, it was people was ready. You know, everybody was ready for it. Um, I remember I actually bought this tape the day it came out, right? So this was like on a weekday. Went to the mall, bought the tape, and, you know, moms let me throw it in. You know, we <laughs> rolled around and listened to the tape all day. And I remember it was like either cloudy or, or raining that day, so it really set the scene for the album. You know right, what I'm saying? Especially right. like that New York State of Mind, because that was like a grimy, the way the album, you know, started up. And I just remember, you know... First day, and, and I don't know if it was like spring break. I don't even know how I was out of school, you know. But I remember having that that album on the first day. I remember going in the, in the record store and seeing the cover, and seeing right. like, oh, they made him look like King Tut. It was that was crazy because you know the first album he's a little kid, then he's you know grown up on the second one, and then this one, you know, he's got the whole King Tut thing going. So that was like, it was it was a big deal, man. This album when it came out, you know. Right. Um, this is a, it's a straight classic, you know, it's a straight classic and we're going to definitely, uh, get into it. Did you have anything that you want to talk about as far as the album or you want to get straight into the songs? I mean, the, the album is a classic record, man. Like it's, it's one of those albums where like you really, he really starts to establish himself as a, as an art, like, like he already put a stamp on the last two albums. This one was like, I'm out to get what's what's rightfully mine. And I think that really translated uh when he made the album. So Right. It's definitely uh a classic for sure. Absolutely. I'm ready. I'm ready when you're ready. <laughs> All right. So so you know we gotta talk about the first track on the album, that New York State of Mind. That set it off. And now like I said, we was we was waiting. I remember it was almost like three years, you right. know. So, uh, like I said, the Nas is like single came out, but this was now we throwing the album on, and this is the first record, you know. So, talk to me about that New York State of Mind too. So, the New York State of Mind too is ill because, like, it it's almost like you rewind in time, you you getting a second look at how New York was and how he saw it, and um. It was really, it was really gritty and absolutely. He, he went, he went in to talk about like how, you know, how you you could lose friends in 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 a matter of weeks. Like you right. could, you know, like you you know you could see somebody today and then tomorrow they gone. So it's like it was it was really uh really relevant to what was going on at the time in the nineties or whatever. So um, this is just one of them joints where like he really. Is is really putting you back into that that frame of mind or that illmatic state where you know it's it's grimy. This is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Take it or leave it. It's what it is. So this is definitely uh, one of the he. I, I'm noted he put this on the record purposely to kind of like oh yeah I'm gonna give y'all another another look at this right. at this this New York thing that I got going on over here and what I what I see from my perspective. So it's a very dope cut. 
Yeah. New York, what up, New York, what up? It's time, man. New York, it's time. Set it off then, nigga. Set it off. Broken glass in the hallway. Blood stained floors. Neighbors, look at every bag you bring through your doors. Lock the top lock. Mama should've cuffed me to the radiator. Why not? It might have saved me later from my block and why cops. Hookers crawling off the stroke, coughing stitches in they head. Stinking and I dread thinking they be snitching. But who else could it be? Shook a D's or Mark Vans parked in the dark. Knocks, where's your heart? Hustle and starve. Yeah, I I agree. I had the same perspective. Like it really gave you that that rough and gritty uh, picture in New York. It, it it was like that was the New York City that Nas knew growing up. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things about hip hop is like it can take you places that you've never been. If you ain't ever been down Houston. You never been to California. The music will drop you off right there <laughs> right. and let you know how they live and where they come from. Absolutely, and and that's a beautiful part of it. And I and I feel like also it was a great sequel to the original New York State of Mind. Yeah, yeah. And yo, black, it's time. Word, word, it's timing. It's time, man. All right, begin. Yeah, straight out the fucking dungeons of rap. Well, fake niggas don't make it back. You know, and then you, and if you notice, you know, in the, in, in the beginning of both of their records, they had that ting, 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 mm-hmm. ting. Both mm-hmm. of them have that. So yeah. it's ill that pr- DJ Premier, who was the producer of this classic, you know, made sure he incorporated that into both records. And, you know, that's just a straight classic record right there. Right. Now we got to talk about one of the singles on the album, Hate Me Now. What you think about that record? Yo, Hate Me Now was is ill because like this was this was it. Like you knew when you heard this joint, you knew all right, ain't nobody messing with Nas. Like this this is this is it, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like when first of all, for him to be able to 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 get Diddy on the record, like you would you would not expect that to 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 come to fruition and and work itself out the way it did, but it it probably made the record that much more dope because he was on it. It's like, right. damn, like he got he got Diddy. He put Diddy on the record. It's crazy. Right. You could tell that this is this is really where Nas really understood where he's where he was in in his artistry. And you know, three albums in, it's like, oh yeah, I've re- I'm here. Like you know, what right. I mean, I am. This is why I'm. I feel like the I am thing is so so relevant because it's like look i am here this is me you know what i mean and i've arrived so right. hate me now was definitely that joint that that letting let people know that like he's here it's time it's time to go right yeah i i definitely uh see why this song was chosen as a single because it's a straight hit i mean the whole uh like the sample of like that big orchestra sounding thing you know um i i definitely could see why they chose it as a single. Nas's flow was crazy on the record. Right. Um, Puff was going off on the ad list. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, he was going off. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. He 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 made you get hype. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So yeah, that that's uh that's a great song. To this day, that's a great song. Right. Do it now. I told you, do it now. You wanna hate me, then hate me What can I do but keep getting money Funny, I was just like you I had to hustle hard, never give up Until I made it, now y'all saying that's a clever nigga Nothing to play with, hate on me I blew, but I'm the same OG People warn me, when you on top, there's envy Took my niggas out the hood, but you doubt on us Saying we left the hood, but can't get it out of us My bad, should I step on my shoes Give them to you, here's my cars and my house You can live in that too Criticize when I float for the street all right, so talk to me about the record Small World. Small World is uh is a dope record because it's kind of like his, you know, he finally gets into the, the storytelling aspect. Now, you still got the storytelling from New York State of Mind as far as perspective, but the, the Small World is literally a story about, you know, him meeting this chick or whatever. And you know she's in the she's in the mix, you know right. of what's going on in New York or whatever. And um, you know he meets her, you know tears it down or whatever. And then 
she, you know, she wants a favor from him. You know what I mean? Like she wants him to get at some dude that, you know, uh, that I get he, his words sniffed up all of her work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so he, you know, uh, so he gets, you know, he, he's like, cool. Cause this dude is, he, you know, he tried to, he tried to, uh, you know, rob me back in the day anyway. So it's like, I ain't even, I ain't even tripping off that. So, you know, you get, you get to know a little bit about the, the, the Vic that he's about to take out, you know what I mean? And then at the end of the joint, you know what I mean? He does, he does the deed and it's like, it, it just go comes full circle. Cause the small world thing is like, you just never know who is connected with who. Right. And I think that's why he wrote the song is like, you know, you, you might've did dirt, you know, you try to snake me back in the day, but I, I got with somebody who, you know, you don't fuck with and now you hit up. So it's, it's, right. it's kind of that crazy, you know, one of them crazy stories that, you know, that could really happen in the hood for real. Right. Right. And I'm going to tell you, like anybody who had a system knows if they was if they was banging this album that small world the 808 on this song is crazy yeah you know what i'm saying so that was that's one of them them joints you like the 808 really hit on that song right um so that's one thing i remember Yo, 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 Carolyn from Maryland, she Lady Haroin, she elegant, her apparel in the M-Class caravan, keys are dope, loving cast the ski in her throat, she fuck killers in her condo, her bins in her boat, her ice throat, ass is curvy, 40 years old, she passed over 30, Gucci frame glasses from Purdy's, Madison Ave, shopping when she not, copping bricks of that shit, she hopping on dicks, riding ponies, she tricked, at my man's wake, she said the eulogy, after that I usually bump the two and shopping for jewelry, Let's talk about favor for a favor with Scarface. So, so favor for a favor is is <clears throat> probably one of the hardest records on the on the on this on this album. Basically, um, you get Scarface, man, and he is going extra hard. Like just how you know him to, to go on a on a on a song. That's how hard he went. You know Absolutely, what I'm saying? and um, he really kind of uh, that like that that back and forth between two artists. Like they really had that chemistry going on. Two grimy dudes, you know, coming together to 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 do dirt, basically. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Right. Absolutely. I don't think they want to fuck with this. That's the shit. So let's talk about the great record "We Will Survive." "We Will Survive" is dope. I feel like uh, I feel like his purpose was to kind of write this letter to his comrades. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, it's, it's, you know, uh, to his, his fallen people. You know what I mean? Like you know, with Big, it was like you know they they kind of looked up they looked at each other like you know it was it was competition but it was love you know what i'm right. saying and and um you know he was just basically just writing this record to try to you know you know let you know that you know you loved out here you know what i'm saying and and that uh you know we ain't never going to forget the 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 things that you've put into the world and you know and it was the same way with Pac it was like you know Pac and and, and Nas's relationship was kind of strained so with that, it was like, you know, it was all love when they seen each other, but it was kind of like, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. you know, when, you know, on, on record, basically it was kind of just like a thing or whatever, but they always have respect for each other. And I felt like Nas knew, and he was just like, look, this is just a circumstance of the game. And I, I still respect this man, which is why, like, you know, he always gave Tupac his props, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, and this is one of them records, man. And it's just like, it really, it really is, it, it, it showcases his talent, you know what I mean, as a writer, you know what I mean? So I definitely dig this one. 
For every hit you made, more rappers afraid to come out Machine gun funk, for queens I came through to smoke blunts You came to my hood, we was broke I wonder if we stayed that way, would there have been gun smoke? Still on the block around fiends, numb from coke I guess so, cause now with paper, shit is still ghetto But fuck it black, you living your life through your loved ones Peace to your daughter and your newborn son It used to be fun, making records to see your response But now competition is none, now that you're gone And these niggas is wrong, using your name in vain And they claim to be New York's king yeah, man, this is uh one of those classic records off the album. You know, I thought it was a, even back when I was a youngster, I always thought this was a beautiful record. Like it was a great dedication, you know, to Big and Pop, you know. Um, and it just really made makes you think about like, you know, even after you lose somebody great in your life, you got to keep going in spite of that hardship, right? you know, and, and that whole like, you know, we will survive no matter what. You know what I mean? It right. really just motivates you to be like, I got to keep going and and doing things in the biggest possible way. You know what I mean? To represent this person that was important in my life. So that's a that's a classic record. And and I, I love the use of the sample, the Kenny Loggins. Mm-hmm. That's already a classic record. The This Is It with Michael McDonald on the, right, you know what right, I'm saying? right, right, right. So that's already classic. So to use such a classic record, you know, sample it and come up with a whole new thing, it was it was just a beautiful record, man. Straight classic yeah. off the album. Absolutely. You know. So we got to talk about the great You Won't See Me Tonight. And, and, and actually, you know, like I said, when you hear that sound, that means we in our production standout portion of the show. Now, this is a record I choose from the album that stood out to me production wise. Now, I'm going to tell you why this song stood out to me production wise right now. This is a record that was produced by Timbaland. Soon as the record comes on, you know it's a sample from some movie, right? Right. So <laughs> you already like, whoa, when that sample come on that, pump, you know what I mean? You already, yeah. okay. It sounds like it's raining and all that. Yeah. And then Timbaland, you know, everybody knew, especially back then, Timbaland had them special drums where you're like, oh, yeah, that's a Timbaland joint. Right. You know? So it was just for him to use that sample that type of sample, to do a record with Nas, got a Lee on the hook. The whole production of that record was incredible. And it, was, and it sounded much different than a lot of stuff he was doing at that time. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that definitely is a record that stood out production-wise. And then you got a Lee on the hook. You know, everybody that had this album loved this record. Like, I don't know nobody that didn't love this record. Right. You know, I felt like, you know, at some portion of the song, I felt like Nas was getting his LL on a little bit. <laughs> yeah, you absolutely. I mean? Just a little bit. He yeah. was, he was, he, he, he went there. Yeah. And I, and even back then I always felt that Columbia Records should have made this a single and did a video to it. I think it would have, the mm-hmm. album was already selling crazy, but I think it would have took it to a whole nother level mm-hmm. to see Nas and Aaliyah in the video. Right, yo. With this beat, yeah, man, this was this was one of them ones. But you're right, uh, you're right about that. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. So, so what you think about the record, man? So the record is it's just crazy, yo. First of all, right, you know what what he's talking about is just like <laughs> it's just like again, this is like just you know the lifestyle at the time of of just being in the city. You know what I'm saying? It was like you know 
you you know you got you got flings you got you got you know chicks that's you know that's that's out there you know mm-hmm. what i mean and and you know you're just trying to live your life or whatever you know what i mean and people you know girls catch feelings or whatever so i think that this joint was just really dope because like it just i feel like the way that he came off on this joint it was real natural it wasn't like you know he was you know it didn't seem like he was struggling to write this type of song like you right. know what i mean as far as "Quote unquote girl track go this this right, joint right right it was like it it don't it was like if it flowed real well it so did. it did I just I this this is one of them joints where like I remember like this is one of my favorite records on the on the album for real for real like I remember like we 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 jumping hearing, a little ahead on because I obviously this is gonna be in the top three but go ahead <laughs> so, true <laughs> but I mean you know we we on the we on the subject and I just it's right. just it's crazy for me because it's like. This is one of them joints where when it comes down to having a Leo on the track, Timbaland on the track, they they, right. they on fire. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? They on fire right now. Absolutely. With the collab, it's just it just it's it's one of them joints where it's like, oh they damn, they really did they really came together and did this joint. Like this joint is crazy. So right. yeah, I I really love this record. Definitely. And you know you know what the part was on that joint? The bridge? They call me on a Monday. Yeah, yeah that's Call the me on a Tuesday. Yo, yeah. you know that was the joint. It's crazy, yo. Psh, man. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> like I said, man, everybody loved that record, you know, when that when that joint was out. Right. Sister, I feel no guilt when I twist ya. Turn the other cheek when I see the next freak with ya. You got your name on his lease, copy his keys. That's your low spot where you rest your wig piece. Go ahead and live, baby. I know you his lady. You page me when you got the day free. But I'll be out with my peeps and them system jeeps. You wanna lay up in the sheets of presidential suites. Like I massage you while you massage me, mommy. But can you hang with a young man that's doing his thing? Speak up, I wanna know if you can keep up. Timberland boots for girls. With the tree stump, baggy sweatsuits, mystery, what's underneath them? They for my eyes only. You call me when you're lonely, but I like to make the baddest girls wait. I got G, baby. All right, so so what you think about we uh, getting to the song of the week? All right, I'm cool with that. Let's talk about the song of the week. All right, so uh, the song of the week, these are songs that you may know, you may not know, but we think they're great, so we want to highlight them in the episode, and hopefully you'll give them a listen this week. Mm. So this week's song of the week is a straight hip-hop classic, Dirt All By My Lonely by Naughty By Nature. Whoo! Now... This is a song that came out on Naughty's fourth album, the nineteen ninety nine Nature's Fury. Now that they already had multiple classic albums before this came out, right? Mm. And then they come with this "Dirt All By My Lonely." Talk mm. to me about this record. Mm. When I tell you this is the hardest record, like first of all, oh, it's harder than DMC. Yeah, crazy. So yeah. KG, KG came. Yo, when I tell you he came with it. Absolutely. He came with it. And when you hear this this beat, the first of all, the beat immediately, as soon as you hear it, it's like, oh, I ain't never heard drums like, hit boom, like that before. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Can't nobody boom da, doom, da, doom. Killing it. Yeah. Yo, crazy. Crazy joint. So um and then and then it's like, oh man, you you know, uh just the way that they came off on the record, dog, like Oh my God! It's just, it was it's just it was so yo Tretch came so hard, man. Yo. Like it, you know, what I mean, it, you would think that like it was like ninety two the way that he came out. Like it Absolutely. was it was like you like if if anybody thought anything about oh you know he he you know they ain't had you know they ain't they ain't did this or did that in a minute or whatever you can't you can't say nothing about nothing because Tretch came off with it. 
uh, what's the bull name? Uh, Van Rock. Van Rock came with it. Man, I'm telling you, this is this is one of them joints where mm, you just you you have to hear this. Like this is one of them hip hop records you have to hear. Most definitely. If you if you ain't never heard this song, please uh, this week listen to Dirt All by My Lonely because they wasn't playing. You know, like you said, if anybody thought that they was you know getting older at the time or slipping or whatever. This was letting you know that nothing was changing from what they was coming with before. And, you know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, and they decided to take the, this, the line from, um, what's the, what's the, uh, Uptown Anthem. Uptown Anthem. Yeah. Took that, took that and was like, oh, we're going to freak that real right. quick. And, right. and incorporated that into the song. Crazy. Right. I do my dirt all by my lonely. Find mm. the phony. Pass the mass one deep. Yeah, the only. Do, do or die. die. With slugs for the Ruga. Rolling patrol and then I stole a black cougar. cougar. Yeah, that's the joke right there. Come on, that's man. Sick. Classic. Yeah, Classic. Gotta hear that one. Yeah, gotta check that record out if you ain't never heard it. And the people that did hear it, they already, they already know exactly you what we're talking know. about. You already know. So let's uh let's get back into this album. Talk to me about the song Ghetto Prisoners. Ghetto Prisoners is one of them joints where like man, like he's this is where like you feel I feel like Nas really starting to grow up and grow into this this person that he's he's become today, you know what I'm saying? Like this joint touched on like, look, man, like no matter what type of stuff that you're going through, like we're going to get up and we're going we're gonna to get through this. You know what I'm saying? Like he was speaking directly to the hood with this one. You know what I'm saying? Like we're going we gonna to make it out of here, basically. Right. And, um, you know, with Nas, everything is descriptive. So it's like it's like every time you 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 uh listen to a Nas record off of this joint, it's like he's, you know, putting you in a car and taking you on a ride somewhere. It's real ill like that. So. Um, I really feel like this record, you know, hit home again for for the for the people who living in it and that situation at that time and it, shit is still living in it. They they definitely feel it. Right. All right. So let's talk about the record. I want to talk to you. Straight mm. classic. <clears throat> talk to me about <clears throat> that one. I want to talk to you is dope, yo, because like it really goes and speaks directly to. What he what he calls the establishment, and you know that's the, that's the powers that be, basically. You know what I mean? Like like I, we we ain't here to settle for the the crumbs that y'all giving us. You know what I'm saying? Like I need whoever I need to talk to. I'm, I need to talk to y'all and let y'all know that this, we ain't having this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is really one another one of them joints where it's like, you know, you could you could feel the the passion and 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 sort of aggression even uh, behind. The, the 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 shit that he's trying to get across it's just like look i you know i need to talk to y'all you know what i mean i need to right. i need to get some shit off my chest you know what i mean we want to be a part of the establishment you know what i mean so this is running them like everything about this the the this cut and everything about this album it really just kind of is like 
you could just you can see the growth in this man the whole time that he's you know that he's coming through this album you know what i mean absolutely and you know one thing is when i was younger listening to this tape you know i always liked the song but i i was probably too young to really understand exactly what he was talking about but listening to it you know at this age it's like you can see that this song song is still relevant over 20 years later we're going through the same things right now we're going through you know police brutality imprisonment for profit discrimination it's like not much has changed he's talking about all this in 99 and we're still going through the same things today so this record is even more important now than it was to me back then as a youngster, not really all the way knowing, you know, politics and things, you know, going on in the world at them real high levels, you know. And and it was cool that, you know, it's like he's talking to these high level officials in a language that we can understand. Right. You know, it's like this is how you would want to be able to 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 talk to these people. And, and like we're not coming up here fronting and acting no we're gonna give it to you straight up you got we need we need answers right exactly you know and i love that line like the news got it all confused lying to the public you know because that's reality that we deal with so yeah this is another one of those classic records that is highly important today yeah i mean he even ended the joint by saying uh mr president i assume it was negligence but your streets are upside down i'm here to represent like that that line right. encapsulates that whole idea of what he was trying to say right in that song dope just dope absolutely i want to talk to the mayor to the governor to the motherfucking president i want to talk to the fbi and the cia and the motherfucking congressman i want to talk to the mayor reason for being i'm your next to kin and we built this motherfucker you want to kill me because my hunger mr america young black niggas want you i want to talk to the man understand understand this motherfucker g pack in my hand look what happened in san fran young girl hit by policeman 12 shots up in a dome damn niggas thought we slept but the architects of the pentagon from egypt government secret to 99 to 2g computer shutdown what now extinction on earth human cut down niggas play with playstations they build a space station all right, let's talk about Dr. Knockboot. Dr. Knockboot to me is funny, man, because it's like it, it it's like it it gives Nas a chance to kind of be playful with his with his writing style. You know what I'm saying? Like he really takes this the subject of sex and makes it like like these are the do's and don'ts. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. like for the hood niggas out there, this is the do's and don'ts. You know what I mean? When it comes to having sex when you when you living in the in the city in the hood or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, so this is one of them joints, like lyrically, when you know, when you really break down how he wrote it, it's just like, wow. Especially the line where he talks about like like young chicks and being like, she's PG 13, you rated right, R, you know what I'm right. saying? Like, ew, like nobody, nobody was doing that. Like, right. You know what I mean? He he's a trailblazer in in that regard, yo. Right. Yeah, yeah. Check it, check it, check it, check it, check it. Yo, when it come to sex advice, I'm the one to call if you're a virgin with blue balls or you tear down walls. Not Dr. Rube, call me Dr. Knockboot. Pimped out hats, rock fashionable suits, a class for the youth. Sex ed for your head, the do's and don'ts that should happen in the bed. First off, run up in a roar, cause you get burnt for sure. Fucking with the typical whore, because rock a rough rider, whenever you inside her, your local bodega's your supplier. And take the pussy, if she fighting, Cause you saw what happened to Tupac and Mike Tyson Especially if you lost Some hoes is tripe Get you on the rape charge Have you serving your life Yo, get a yes confirmation Before penetration You wind up in a police station Let's talk about Life is what you make it with DMX Now, I mean, again This is one of them joints Where you already You know, you see the You see the track list And you ain't even hear the record yet And you like Oh, this shit about to be It's about to be crazy Cause remember At the time X is on fire Absolutely. He, is, he is on fire. He's out you know of here. I'm saying, and and it's like you got X and Nas, right? Highly anticipated Nas on the same record. 
And they had just did that movie together. And they did the movie together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and this is one of them joints where it's like, it's true. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, like the, the, uh, the a lot of the song, a lot about the song speaks for itself. It's like, life is what you make it. You know what I mean? And and then going in, uh, into detail about that was was just one of them joints you was ready to hear from from both of them on the same track together. You know, they did a you know the the, the a couple of belly joints together and then right. to come back and do one on, on Nas's record was just like it's crazy. Yeah, it was dope. And you know X had the ill ad libs the uh-huh. Yeah. Come you on! Are, you already know. <laughs> you already know what it is. Ill will rough riders. What? You a killer, a hustler, dealer, a customer, gangster, a buster, youngster, a old nigga, a weedhead, a coke sniffer, you rich or a broke nigga, know you all relate to this shit that I wrote niggas, lots of my mans trapped up in a max, penitentiary, sending me letters, I answer back, that eventually we be all bentleyed out, throwing campaigns, fuck it, I'm running for White House, my niggas control Senate, pipe seats, jeeps tenant, mad Lewinsky chick, some kinky shit, did dirt, now I knew it would come back one day, so I'm on point strapped, Prepared for gunplay, stared at one face, thought it was beef. He looked familiar, ready to blast. Nigga gave me dap, said I feel you. Can't believe how my life changed. From the hood, the first time in my life, I could say I did the right thing. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it. No matter what it takes, my nigga, we gon' take it. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it. No matter what it takes, my nigga, we gon' take it. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it. No matter what it takes, my nigga, we gon' take it. Life is what you make it, nigga. I'ma make it. All right, so let's talk about another classic record. Nas is like, up oh, there, it go again. You know when you hear that sound. Now we in the lyrical showcase segment of the show, bro. Tell them about the lyrical showcase. What that's all about? The lyrical showcase is uh, basically it's it's taking lyrical excellence, breaking it down, and really giving you guys perspective on what the point was, the purpose was of, uh, of trying to, to, to what that record was about, basically. Um, Nas is like, is it's just, first of all, it was a single. It was the first single. Yep. I remember. And, uh, man, when I tell you, first of all, before, like, I know, you know, I know I might be getting off subject, but listen, when you hear the premiere, you already know premiere. As soon as you hear that joint, that's premiere yep. all day. Right. But then you get the freedom of jail clips inserted, the baby's being born, same time a man is murdered. When you hear that line, mm. that first line, it's like, oh, he's about to take you somewhere. Like Absolutely. You you're not even thinking, you're not even thinking on that level. Like for you to even so for you to be able to take that thought, whatever that thought was, and write that down and then put that out on record, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? It just every Everything about what Nas was, was talking about in this song was just a jewel. Like, um, I just, it's it, you know, you compare. He's 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 constantly comparing himself to, to thing. I'm I'm sex like a nympho, but nothing sweet. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. like it, like again. You these are things that like are they're almost like random thoughts, but I'm putting them together in a way where I can make I can paint this picture so you can see what the hell I'm talking about. You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't right. think to take that thought of I'm sex like a nympho but nothing sweet and put that in a record. That's what I think is the 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 over overlaying uh purpose of the song is kind of to take things to make you understand that look this is this is this is what I'm like. Don't ever question my my skill and my ability on a record. You know what I mean? Like I think that's what Nas is like really kind of gives you right right yeah man like you said this was uh one, another one of them primo classics dj premiere you know he always had the ill samples you know um and he definitely came with the beat was crazy Nas was like i said i remember man this was the first joint that came out and, and we had been waiting everybody was waiting for that next Nas solo joint you know because we had you know had the firm album in between you know that it was written and it was like it was time and and to come out with this one first he is like he went straight to the streets and um you know i remember like in the video 
it was like he took it back to the essence. He took it mm-hmm. back to Queens Bridge. You know, yep. it was like him, him and Primo in the crib. Primo got the turntable set up. Nas is in the bathroom doing the vocals. <laughs> right, right. You know, and then also he showed you, you know, that that he was getting it too. Cause, you know, they down the garden. He got the Rolls Royce. You know, it was it was that time in rap too when it was a lot of money being being shown. You know, mm-hmm. it was just that it was it was that time. And I'm gonna be I'm I'm gonna be clear too about this too. Is that like, you know, Nas is really like one of them dudes that helped trailblaze that that get money image in rap. When it came down to like jewelry talk, stuff like that, Nas was really a trailblazer for 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 that type of, you know what I mean? Yeah. Freedom of jail, clips inserted, a baby's being born, same time a man is murdered, the beginning and end. As far as rap goes, it's only natural, I explain my plateau, and also what defines my name. First it was nasty, but times have changed, ask me now, I'm the artist, but hardcore, my signs for pain. I spent time in the game, kept my mind on fame, saw fiends shoot up and do lines of cocaine. Saw my close friend shot, flatline in my same, that depends, carry MAC-10s to practice my aim. On rooftops, tape CD covers the trees, line a barrel up with your weak picture Squeeze street scriptures for lost souls in the crossroads to the corner thugs hustling for cars that cost dough to the big dogs living large taking it light pushing big toys getting nice enjoying your life is what you make it suicide few tried to take it belt tied around their neck and jail cells naked heaven and hell rap legend presence is felt and of course nas are the letters that spell all right let's talk about k-i-s-s-i-n-g <laughs> this joint is uh it's like a love song, man. You know what I'm saying? For the for the hood niggas, man. Like, you know, you just when you finally think that you're ready to settle down, you you know, you meet this 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 chick and um, you know, she's right up your alley, speaking your language basically. And um this is one of them joints where it's like, you know, you can see that, you know, the maturity and the way he's writing too. It's like, I'm not here looking for you know, I don't just want any any jump off. You know what I'm saying? I ain't looking for no fling. And um, he really like went into detail with this record about like you know just picture us married. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was, but it was still hood. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it right. still, it still was like you know we you know we you know we from we we gritty and shit. But like you know, I still I still show love and you know what I mean? Like I I still want to find the things I want to be married. You know what I mean? Like so. Right. It really showed a, a a different aspect of Nas on this on this song in particular. Now it's time to get into the, the part of the show that everybody probably waiting for. <laughs> we got to talk about them top threes. Mm. Let me, I want to hear what your top three is. Cause I feel you want like. want me to jump it yeah, off? I see. Cause I, I, I just. All right. Yeah. All right. So check it. We're going to go number three. You won't see me tonight. Okay. Listen, man. Like I said, like that was one of them joints. It was it was just rocking, man. Like the the way he had the 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 big sample in it, the Timberland drums. Nas had the flow. You got a Leo on the hook, and like and like you said, like at the time, all of them was on fire. So it was a that was a big feature, you know. So 
that was just a classic joint, man. You know, and this record is not easy to to come up with the top three either. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's my number three. Number two, we gotta go with uh New York State of Mind Part Two. Ooh, okay. I got to man. Listen, I like I said, you know, I remember throwing the tape in. You know, you go through the intro, and like I said, that day we was riding around and listening. It was raining that day, you know. Um, so it really just set the tone and it set the vibe for you to really listen to what he had to say and just it wasn't a sunny day. It, that wasn't a sunny day record, you know. Right. So I remember it clearly, man, and it it, it just really hit you and it really took you to that city that he's from, you right. know, and really gave you his perspective. And you know, on a side note, you know, I really you know, thank moms for like, you know, when I was a youngster, like, you know, every time I would go get a tape, she would let me play the tape and really, you know, cause I was, I, I was in love with the music, you know, and she, and she let me do that, you know, and I'm thankful for that. So love you, mom. You know, I appreciate that. Yo, yo, check, check this out. Check this yeah. out. I'm going to tell you what's so crazy. Cause I like, you know, at that time I can remember, see, I'm, 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 I'm little, you know what I mean? Like, right. you know, you, you, you're a little bit older than me. So, right. um, I remember. I know this is totally off subject, but I remember when you got the the Busta Rhymes, the Anarchy record. Mm-hmm. Dog, when you when she put that shit in, and it was it, dog. That first song on there ain't nothing Crazy. but ain't nothing but curse words. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> it was like That's it was like truth. it was like if you ever seen me myself and Irene, he's trying to <laughs> he's trying to flip the TV off real quick. It was like that. Like it was pretty crazy. Right. Yeah. But man. yeah, but yeah, that you know, that you just never know what type of impact, you know, you have on your kids when you know what I mean, like this is their self-expression. If they feel like right. you know, they need to they need to engage or they need to hear something or you know what I mean, like it speaks to them in a certain way. I mean, as graphic as it may be, it may have spoke to you in a way where you know, it may not have been negative. It may have showed right. you a way that was different than what everybody else was thinking. So, um, yeah, it's it's you, you definitely got to appreciate uh, a parent that, you know, sees that uh, parental advisory sticker and still lets their kid listen. So, yeah, I yeah. mean, I, that was a that was a thing I always did. I remember when Don Cartagena came out. Yeah. You know, what I mean, straight out the plastic in the tape deck. <laughs> but we go, you know, we're going to talk about that in a, on another episode. That's another classic. Absolutely. But uh, let's get to my favorite song on the record. Mm. You ready? Mm hmm. Nas is like, man. Oh, absolutely. Listen, man. Listen, I re- <laughs> like I said, I remember I was there when all this was happening. Everybody was waiting for Nas to drop, and when that Nas's like came out, it was like, oh yeah, now nah, he 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 he's serious, right? You know, he's not playing, you know. And like I said, then when you you know you see the video a little bit later on, it was like it really was like, oh yeah, he taking it back to the essence, you know. He got DJ Premier on the joint, beat is crazy, the flow is crazy. That's a straight classic. So yeah, man, that's that's my top three. Definitely respect it. Definitely. Respect what's, what's your top three, bro? <clears throat> All right. So listen. So my my top three. Um. So I'm gonna start with my third. My third is uh. You won't see me tonight. I mean that record is just it's classic, man. Like you know, like it's just one of them joints where honestly, like there's not a time where you know, and I I like to say this a lot about my top three. There's not a time where you you know you can you pop this record in and you like, man, I don't really want to hear that shit right now. Like right. this is this is one of them joints where it's just like. If you know, if I heard if somebody was playing it or or you know, somebody was driving by and they was playing that joint, I'm like, oh, that's my that's my that's my shit right there. You know what right. I mean? Like, so um again, this is you know, it was one of them joints where like I remember listening to that shit all the time. Like, you know, what I mean, when I had my little tape player or whatever, you know, when I finally got on to the game of, you know, listening to music and appreciating it, um, yeah, it, it this is that this is one of them cuts that I, I constantly played. So yeah, and before you continue, like mind you, the people that's listening, you you hear we talking about we had the tape. We had the tape. You know, back then it was tapes and CDs. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like that was that was what it was. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's the era that we come from. You know what I mean? Right. We had the tape. So right. but yeah, go ahead. My number two is uh I wanna talk to you. Ooh. I feel like I just I feel like uh with this with that joint man like that always that song always spoke to me man like I, right. 
you know, it, it, it just, it, it, I guess it's because like, I've always been one of them type of thinkers where, you know, when you really realize the world that you live in, then it's kind of like, oh, what? Why am I? Why am I going to settle for? You know what I'm saying? Why am I settling for this shit that's going on around me? I think that, um, you know, even as a young kid listening to it, it was like, you know, the 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 music enticed me at first, and then it was like when I finally understood what I was listening to, it was it just opened my world up to a, to a whole nother thing, and I really I really appreciate Nas for writing a song like this one, right? And then of course, you know, for my number one, this Nas is like. I mean, as far already know. as far as writing goes, this is this is peak to me. It's like mm. just the descriptive ability. This and this is one of those things that I like. I always commend Nas for is like he's a, he's a very descriptive rapper, right? So like you can, you, you know, as far as painting pictures and being able to see what he sees, um, he's he he's very descriptive, and I think that this song is really like the the uh the encapsulation of Nas as a writer like this is what this is what this is all about you know what i mean this is why i do what i do so i can show right. you that this is how you're supposed to get down on the mic you know what i mean so this is definitely my number 1 mm i love it yeah them them top 3s is is tough man but you know you got to do it. Mm-hmm. You know you got to you got to show you know what song stood out to you the most which ones you love the most and, you know, for anybody that's listening out there, we want y'all to do the same, you know, come up with your top three, put it in the comments on our Facebook and Instagram, because we want to be able to have that dialogue. Like we said, you know, everybody's not going to have the same three, but, you know, it's it's all in fun and love to talk about what your favorite three records is, you know. But yeah, yeah bro, you know, what I mean, it's time to wrap it up. Um, you know, remember. Love is kind. So this week, try to be a little bit more understanding and a little bit more neighborly. Right. You know what I'm saying? Take it easy. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Yep. And we out of here. Peace, peace. <laughs>